0: Blog Talk Radio. This is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every day I bring you some great people to meet. And today I'm very excited. I have a fabulous guest. Her name is Catherine Setzer, and Catherine is a very talented greeting card artist, a fashion designer, and so much more. Welcome, Catherine. I'm so happy to have you on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's just an honor to be a part of this great idea that you came up with and all the amazing women that have already been on. It's just a really big honor and I'm grateful to you for having me.
0: Good. Well I'm I'm thrilled. I want to tell our listeners about your wonderful background. Catherine has had a lifelong love with the subject of art since the age of four years old, drawing and designing clothes for her Barbie dolls. High school through college, she chose to sculpt claim making such challenging sculptures as Egyptian masks, life-size of an African woman, recirculating Egyptian pool bath of the Great Sphinx and other creative items, then sketching life drawings, painting, collage work, stage design, stage makeup, and making costumes, apprenticing for the Arizona State Theater Department and the Arizona Ballet Costume Department, then making a copy of Grace Kelly, Princess of Monaco wedding gown, with a skirt improvement, making a, a both the a long skirt of the gown with a change of an additional short skirt for dancing for her to wear at her own wedding. The major influences upon Catherine's flair for design came from her mother and, in turn, from her grandmother, tutoring with foreign-born fashion designer Galina, also professor at Phoenix College, Taught her the art of draping, tailoring, stitching, etc. Arizona State College and Northern Arizona University has given her the degrees in fashion design, fashion merchandising, and French. Catherine's forte comes by the way of the century marks, loving the Egyptian, Renaissance, Victoria eras, then rounding it out with the 1900s through the 1940s. And now modern day, bringing the love and joy of beautiful papers, design, style, brilliance, paint, finite cutting styles, using both scissors and a die cutting machine to collage images of love and joy to the person of receiving her beautiful cards and paper items. And I have seen these cards. They are absolutely fabulous. And everybody that I send them to says to me they're so beautiful that they want to frame them. Welcome, Catherine. I'm so happy you're here. How did Thank you, get you very the much. Idea for your, how did you get the idea for your business come about? Um,
1: well, my business um, came about at that time of desperation. Um, I had uh, been injured while working, and I was on bed rest and pregnant and on disability, and I had just found out that I had been fired um, amidst all of this health problems I was having, and I was having that moment of what the heck am I going to do <laughs> And so, you know, everyone, my, you know, my mom and my brother, uh, they constantly were telling me you should do something with your art. Like you went to school for this. It's what you love. You're doing all these other jobs that you don't really like. You need to do something you're passionate about. And I had always been so scared to do it, that this was like, okay, this is the perfect opportunity. I'm not able to walk. I can't drive. I'm, you know, I'm here. Why not? So let's give it a shot. So I really started from that, and when I was kind of thinking about, you know, what I should do, because I love to sew, but that can be time-consuming, I still do it, but it's very time-consuming, I was um, sitting there, and my mom was telling me about my great-grandmother on my grandfather's side, and her name was Martha Gibson, she was a Gibson girl, and her husband used to make her handmade valentines, and so, um, you know, growing up with my grandma and my mom, they were always making stuff, dresses, dresses. sewing, painting. My grandfather did woodwork. My grandma and I actually made flowers from bread and glue and then painted them and refurbished a carousel horse she found in an in a antique shop and adorned it with all of these handmade bread flowers. And it still today is sitting in my mom's house in perfect condition. Um, so I really wanted to find something that I could do that, you know, isn't too time consuming, but it really allows me to express myself and, um, I had made a card for my nephew for his birthday. He loved Guardians of the Galaxy, and I wanted to make it really cool because he, he was really into, you know, the different things. And, you know, as kids are, they want something really special and unique. And so I made him this card um, that's 3D. That's the most popular cards I make are 3D, and I added lights to it. And I just made it all about him and the thing that he liked. And um, shortly thereafter, I had posted a picture, and everyone's like, wow, you should really do that. So I knew I had – a good clear path of something that people could appreciate and that they would want to show their special someone how special they are by giving them something so unique just for them.
0: Wow, that's good. So what was your key driving force to become an entrepreneur?
1: Uh, My key driving force was uh, being a productive member of society and being of value. You know, I went from being a full-time working mom, with a, a baby and, um, you know, I'm a military spouse, but I'm used to being, you know, on my own because they're gone all the time. So I went from being very independent, uh, you know, the, the all-in-one Jill of all trades to being, you know, needing help putting my pants on. And so I really wanted to do something and be a good role model for my children to say that even when life like whaps you on your backside, you can still do something and create and be of value and have meaning in your life. You just have to work around the limitations that you have. So that's really what started me and really pushed me to say, you know, I'm going to do this.
0: That's great. What key activities would you recommend entrepreneurs to invest their time in?
1: Um, I would say reading a lot and, you know, if you can't read, listen to, you know, podcasts in the car as you're driving, just any, any little bit of knowledge that you can absorb of other successful people, Um, you know, talking to successful people. I love doing networking. I, you know, I wish I could do it more because it's such a great way to learn from a different perspective and get a different view and a take on something that you may not have realized, Um, you know, open your eyes in a different way of seeing things. I definitely think having a mentor, possibly someone who can hold you accountable to things is really, really good um, to be that, you know, little bit of nudge when you're doubting yourself. I'm lucky to have that in my mom and my brother. They're both like that. And even, you know, my husband, he's like that when he's around. They all push me when I'm feeling like quitting. They're like, no, nope, don't do it. So I really appreciate that. And I definitely think having a mentor is very A very, very good thing. Uh, The other thing I would say would be a vision board or, like, a clear, creative path of how you're thinking you want your business to be so you can read it, absorb it, live it, um, and then be resourceful. You literally have to think outside the box. So, like I said, I make my most popular cards are my 3D box cards. So, you literally have to think above, around outside that box and make something. In my case, each one of my boxes are never the same. They're always different and they're always unique to that individual that I create them for. And so that is really a really good resource that you should have in your arsenal um, to just be really quick on your feet, be willing to think of other ways. If this didn't work, try this path. And that really will promote success for you in your business.
0: That's great.
1: How do you market
0: your business?
1: Um, I market my business on um, Instagram. I have an Instagram that I post um, designs as I make them. Um, I usually get permission from the people. If it's something a little bit more sensitive, like a sympathy card, I'll ask um, the person I've made it for if, they, if I have their permission. Um, but most of the cards I do do besides those, I'll post them. And, um, and then I also have uh, marketing that I have on the side of my car, because we're in the car a lot, driving a lot for um, therapies for my kids. So we're out of the house. So that's my main ways of marketing is just, you know, social media. But my my biggest residual back of what I've been able to track is word of mouth. I talk to a lot of people, people like you that love my cards. They tell a friend who tells a friend and then it kind of gets back to me. I find out this person that I made a card for met you at an event, you know, a year ago and then they come back and come around to me. So it's all about you know, talking to people, making those great connections with people and really taking advantage of the social platforms that are out there. That's great. What motivates you? Um, what motivates me is my kids. I, I love my kids. They are my life. They're my breathing. They're, you know, they're everything to me. And they are, they're both autistic and they have a lot of challenges, things that are so simple are simple that we would think, oh, that's so easy, is so much harder for them. And they work so hard to attain that, that when I see those little successes, I can't help but tell myself, you know, if they can work so hard to do that, you have no excuses. You have to do it. You need to make that effort. You need to keep pushing. There's no reason if this two-year-old and five-year-old can make what they do happen, there's nothing that you can't do. So they really motivate me to keep going. And then my other motivation is really my customers and my clients. When they come to me with a request for me to create something for their loved ones, I want to do it justice because these people are very important in this person's life. They mean the world to them. And I want that person to feel all that love and admiration coming at them when they open my cards. I want them to know how uniquely handmade they are and how beautiful they are and how much they mean to the person that gave them that card. So that is my motivation. Anytime I make a card, I want to make it to where the person that receives it, they know how special they are.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, How do you, how do you generate new ideas?
1: Um, So for
0: me, kind of like I mentioned before,
1: you know, a lot of my business is making something custom or very, um, Tailor made to the person. So when I um, get presented with a card idea, I usually ask some questions about the person it's intended for so that I can get, um, you know, some special little bits in the card. Um, I just made a card last week actually for a mother whose daughter um, lives in New York and she uh, wanted her to, she loves the beach and she's in quarantine right now, so she couldn't go to the beach. So she wanted me to create a card um, with their favorite board game and their favorite drink and the beach. And so I, you know, I compiled all the things that she told me about her and I researched it and I kind of laid it out and I ended up making it look like a beach scene with a girl with similar hair color sitting in the sand so that when she looks at it, she can imagine herself in fact at the beach sitting in the, in the sand, even though she's, you know, stuck inside in her apartment. So whenever I'm making something it's always new. It's always a unique idea, but I'm definitely driven by taking something that's an older idea, you know, sw- mixing it up with the new and making it something totally different. I want to make something that is jaw dropping, something that makes you think something that pulls at those little heartstrings, And that makes the person that gets it feel special. That's my main thing with my business. I want them to feel special.
0: Um, well, and they do, everybody that gets the cards. One little thought I'm going to throw out before we go to the next question is, you know, on the back of your cards, you always put the design by Catherine the Great, which is your name. You need to put a phone number there and an email because then the people okay. you don't know, the cards get out, and it would be great then they turned it over in the back and they said, oh, I love this card. Oh, wow, I can call this person and get something like it.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. So just yeah, a thought. I can definitely do that.
0: Yeah, just just a thought. What is your greatest fear, and how do you manage fear? Uh, my greatest
1: fear, um, I think, like most, is that fear of failure or not being a good enough. Uh, juggling the balance between work and family—that's um, one thing I've struggled with the most—is balancing. You know, my kids, my kids are very demanding, and they need me, and I still want to do my business. So really figuring out ways to where I'm spending time with them, making their needs and feelings met, and then still being able to do my creative outlet and, you know, grow my business. So that's the, that's the daily struggle for me. And the way that I combat that little voice of fear that rises up in me is I just take a moment and I say, you know, um, they need me this moment. I'm going to focus on them. And then once they're, you know, set and met, then I will go back to working on my cards and i really just take it moment by moment because you know life as we know right now life is so short that family matters most and the business i can get it done after they go to sleep or early in the morning by the for before they get awake and so i really want to make them know how special they are to me and still have that balance so i really just take it moment by moment and i do my best and I just know that, you know, it is meant to be the way it is that day, and that was the way it was supposed to be, and I'm going to just accept it and then start. Really, the only thing you can do in this life is, you know, do your best. And at the end of the day, as long as you're doing that, then you're succeeding, so. That's good.
0: What has been your most satisfying moment in business?
1: Um, let's see. My most satisfying moment. It's probably when I see people open my cards. I mean, I hear stories, like you say, that everybody sees how beautiful they are. Um, One of the – another group I'm a part of is Vera Divas, and one of the women there ordered a card for her uh, friend from many years back, and she loves a musician, um, Adam Ant, and she asked me to create a birthday card for her, and she took a video of it, and the woman started to cry when she opened the card. And she you could see that her breath was just taken away and just in awe at this card that was made for her, like I say, you know my whole business is catered to the person that's getting that card, that when they get that card, I want them to really know how valued and special they are, and especially in this world where everything's fast and quick and text messages and emails and you know very little contact, it's so crucial to have that contact and that touch and to have that human you know elements still around united it keeps us stronger and it really stands out when people get something that they are not expecting something that's so uniquely them like that's kind of my tagline handmade people are handmade you know we're all handmade and so getting something that was totally envisioned for them is very empower- and powerful against the person's soul. And I think that that is, like, my biggest reward in business is seeing that.
0: I know. Uh, the greatest thing for me is when I found your cards, and every month when I buy the birthday cards to send out to all my members, they love them. I get uh, – everybody calls me and says how beautiful they are and how it touched them. So you, you – you, and you can feel that everything you do, you put your heart in it. You can feel it from the cards. So I'm so grateful for your talent.
1: I'm so glad that's what I want. I want people to feel them oozing with love and, you know, how amazing that person is. Like I think about the people as I'm making the cards, like I try to get in their heads and really, you know, really resonate with them so that when they get that card, I, I know that they feel it. And that's so important to me. So I really i am glad that it is getting across to the other side when it gets there.
0: So tell us the different types of cards you make. You know, you know, there's a lot of different events. So what kind of cards do you make and how can people reach you?
1: Okay. Um, so my cards are, um, I have a few popular styles. Um, you buy a lot of my 5x7, 3D, Victorian Um, style cards. They're very full of flourishes. They have a lot of elements of the old Victorian um, cards that you would see back then when they would do the handmade Valentine's cards. Um, I do shadow box cards, so it kind of comes out from the card, and it's like a layered scene looking back into the card. Another style, like I said, my most popular are my 3D box cards. They lay flat, and then when you open them, they pop up into a 3d almost looks like a planter box and then it has the scene of whatever it is it could be a flower a character your favorite tv show your family um all inside and then i i have an option that if they want to add lights um, i put a light i string lights through the throughout the card and it has a little battery pack on the back where you can replace the battery when the batteries die so you can turn them on and they look really beautiful on a mantelpiece or on a desk Um, Some other styles of cards I do are easel cards, so they lay flat and then they stand up like an easel, Um, and I usually can do those um, with pictures. I do those for pets for remembrances. When a person loses their pet, I'll get a photo of the pet and then I'll put it there with a wreath around it and then a little, um, so they can have it out and see it and they can remember, you know, that loved one or that pet that passed away. Um, And then I also do, um, explosion cards. So they're little boxes made out of paper and you lift the lid off and they're, um, they pop open and they have several sections that fold out or expand and they have pictures throughout them and you can write messages on them. Um, and so those are my main types of cards that I create, but I can really create anything and it's really up to your imagination. You know, what you give me to work with, um, I can really pretty much create, create it. Um, And you cover every holiday, isn't that true, for everything? Yes, I do every holiday, birthday, anniversaries, um, all of the, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, all of them. I can cover pretty much any holiday, any kind of theme. Um, My more popular cards are usually, like, if you have a favorite TV show, I have a box that has the characters from the TV show. So I do those, but it's really just anything that you can think of, I can put
0: together in a card for that person. Yeah, Uh, you sure can. What would you say are the top three skills needed to be an entrepreneur? Um, I would say the top three skills would be, um,
1: you know, that you need to be resourceful, like I was saying earlier, being able to be outside the box, juggle you know, working through things. Um, You need to have um, a creative mindset that you are willing to, you know, think creatively, be creative, and really use the skills that you have, you know, whatever your very good, like, dominant feature is. So for me, it's creativity. So, you know, if you're really good at speaking with people, you know, use that and really make it work in your um, in your business. Uh, the other thing for, you need to be really good at failing. <laughs> That's a big thing that as being an entrepreneur, you have to be good at failing. Okay. With failing, because it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And you're going to have to, you know, start over again and you'll learn from it. Like you have to use it and you have to take those little bits and create something new. So I would say those would be my top, recommendations for an entrepreneur to be resourceful, creative, and then be very, very comfortable with failure and learn from it.
0: So let's go into how can people reach you, and then I want to talk a little bit about uh, how you got the idea to make your wedding gown, and maybe a little bit about your studying and things that you did in Paris. Oh, Sure.
1: Um, So you can reach me on Instagram at Catherine the great designs or on Facebook. It's um, at Catherine the great art. Um, Both of those places I'm on there. You can send me a message on there and I get back to you within an hour usually, and you can place an order through that. And then I can send you an invoice um, through PayPal or uh, Venmo for the order. Um, I can ship it out to the person directly with your message on the back, or I can ship it directly to you. Uh, so those are the best ways to get a hold of me. That's also the best ways you can see my newest designs. I post them all on there uh, so that you can, if there is a card that you do like that isn't spoken for, you can always message me and say, hey, I want that birthday card you posted
0: and I'll get it out to you. Is that on the Instagram? Is that, where, on the, is that what either, you're saying? Either
1: on one. Yeah. It, at Catherine the Great Designs, there's a messenger section. It says message me or on Facebook. It has message me now. Um, I will be setting up a Facebook um, uh, sales site. I'm working on that right now, getting all of my inventory uploaded on there. So that will also be available um, here in the next few weeks. You can purchase directly off of my Facebook page.
0: That's great. Uh, so tell me about why, how you got the idea and why you wanted to uh, do a, Grace, a replica of Grace Kelly's gown and your, your, uh, what you did when you were in Paris. Because we still have about six minutes. Okay.
1: Um, well, I love old movies. My mom and I watch old movies all the time. That's our favorite thing. I think I own pretty much every old movie out there. And my favorite actresses are Grace Kelly, Katherine Hepburn, and Audrey Hepburn. And so I've always loved, you know, the vintage clothing, anything I do make for myself, it's between 1930s, 1940s style. And so I really loved her gowns, and I wanted to make something really special And so I sewed my gown in three months, and I hand-embroidered 800 um, Swarovski pearls on the um, outside little jacket and on my headpiece. And I made two skirts, a long skirt, and I copied uh, Kate Middleton's bustle on the back, and then I made a short skirt so that I could wear it for dancing, Um, It took me, like I said, three months, and it actually cost less than it did for my husband to buy his dinner dress blues, (laughs) so it was made from Chantilly lace and Duchess satin, and I studied abroad. um, I studied in Dijon, which is a little bit um, south of Paris. I went to the University of Bourgogne and I studied French in a French immersion program, And while I was there, I traveled around. Um, When you're a student there, you actually, if you have a student visa and you go to the Louvre, it might have changed now because I was there about 10 years ago, but you could actually paint in the Louvre. So I got the opportunity a few times to go and paint there um, next to the big works, amazing. And I am so grateful for that experience. Um, And just really just absorbing the culture and seeing how another part of the world lives. And that's really, you know, molded me in my designs, the history there the people there you know really everything that i i come across i take a little bit of it and i use that for you know my creative
0: outlet wow that's great what is some of your future goals what you know you know i know you dream big so what are some of the goals like are you going to write a book what's going Uh, I
1: know I think I would I would love to write a book because I've had so many unique things in my life. I would love to do that. Um, I actually am planning to do a blog um, here in the next couple of months and I want to start a probably a YouTube channel. I'm still trying to figure it out but where I dress up as Catherine the Great and I read children's stories and then have a curriculum Um, maybe for the children to use because I do homeschool my daughter. So using that as a way of learning, you know, the lessons that are in the fairy tales and then possibly incorporating my cards. So if I'm, you know, doing a a story about Cinderella, then having a Cinderella card so that it all kind of encompasses together. Um, And then, you know, my big big goal is I would love to open a tea shop and have my cards in the front and then have you go through a door that's beautifully carved and ornate and you walk through and it's time. You don't take your cell phone with you. You're back in where everyone's in costume and in in character. And you really have experiences with communication and building bonds together. So that's my like big goal.
0: That that is awesome. Um, I I had a question in my mind. I just lost it. Um, Let me uh, think about this. Um, uh, Do you uh, design stationary and things like that if people want it, or is it just circuit cards? No, I, am desi- I do design stationery. I am starting
1: to come out with a few lines that have embossed paper at the top or a beautiful cutout at the top. So that is something that I'm going to be starting to roll out in the lineup for available products um, that I'll be offering to customers. So if you okay. want to do that, just let me know and I can start creating something individual for them.
0: And then a little, you know how people do the note cards, you do those as well?
1: Um, yes, I do. I made a few um, a couple years ago for a customer. So pretty much anything paper-wise, I'm able to create it. I made some for you, actually, that had motivational sayings on them. Um, so I do do yes, those. I love those. I yeah, so anything like that, if you want something special, do a little gift pack. I do offer um, packets of cards. They're variety packs. So you get 530 or you get, um, sorry, you get five cards for 30, or you get um, 10 cards for 45. So they're in sets. I also do offer, um, you know, if you buy in bulk, more discounts off on that stuff like that. So they can just message me for more information if they want to buy and you what's, know, packs with variety.
0: What's your turnaround for creating a card so people have some idea of how soon they need to get to you for something they might um, Well, usually it's a couple of days. I
1: try to give myself at least a week, but if you need it faster, you know, I'm pretty quick to get it in and out relatively fast. Um, if you're ordering more than one, I usually say a two-week turnaround um, just to get everything. So I'm giving it justice and the time it needs to make it beautiful. Um, But if you're ordering, you know, a birthday card, like if it's something that I have on hand, that can be out in the mail the same day. So it just depends on what they're ordering. But the longest turnaround time is about two weeks, unless they're doing wedding invitations. Then that's a little bit longer.
0: Okay. Well, we're down to 60 seconds. And what, (laughs) the half an hour goes really fast. But it's been (laughs) wonderful having you on the show and learning more about you. And as I, I'm a firm believer of your cards because I've seen them and I've sent them out, and people love them. So, And I love the idea that they're one of a kind. They're not, you know, you don't, everybody doesn't have the same card. So that's unique. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm just happy for you, and I wish you great success and thrilled to have you today on my show. For having me. I appreciate you
1: so much. You are such a big beacon in the community and you're such an amazing role model
0: and I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Thank you. I'm grateful to have you too. Well, you've been listening to Diva Strategies for Success where we've had an amazing guest today. Catherine Setzer. she goes by Catherine the Great. She's a very talented greeting card artist uh, and she's a designer and just can do so many things. I would like you to tune in tomorrow at 4 p.m., and our guest is Angie Cade, and she is a walking encyclopedia on business. So thank you again, and have a great day, everybody. And remember, stay in and stay healthy. Bye now.